Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, so before we get started with this week's episode, I want to remind you real quick, this Thursday night, October 14th at 7 p.m. Central, we are having our free live 15-minute video training called Step Into Confidence. During this live training, I want to teach you how to overcome anxiety, overcome insecurities, and overcome stress that's holding you back from being all that God has called you to be. After the video training, I am going to open up the floor for 15-minute live Q&A. This is where I get to hang out with you and answer any of the questions that you have on your heart, live and in person. So if you have not signed up yet, go over to the Uncommon Teen app and click on Brave Revolution, or you can go to www.uncommonteen.com and get signed up today. On this week's episode, we are on part two of a series that we are calling Fear Not. Last week, we talked all about how God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. This week, we're going to talk about what specifically you can do to overcome any fear in your life. So we're going to start with reading Matthew 14, 23 through 31. And when Jesus had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. It was very, very strong, like hurricane-type winds. Now in the fourth watch of the night, this is about three o'clock in the morning, these guys have been rowing all night long. Can you imagine how tired they were? Not just tired because it's three o'clock in the morning, but tired because they've been rowing against these hurricane-type winds all night long. These guys were tired. So now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. When we're tired, we have a tendency to over-exaggerate things. All proper perspective goes out the window. That's exactly what happened to these disciples. And then suddenly out of nowhere, they see somebody walking on the water. Now going on to verse 27, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. That word good cheer means confident courage. I love this. So Jesus is saying, be confident and courageous. It is I, do not be afraid. I love that. God is saying the same thing to you. He's saying, don't be afraid, but instead look that fear, whatever fear that is coming at you, look that fear in the face and step out confidently and be courageous because God is on your side. Now continue to verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. 
And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him to aid him. Oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? See, when we take our eyes off of Jesus and we look at the storms around us, that's when we begin to fear. And that's exactly what happened to Peter. And Jesus looked at him and said, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Now, many times when we hear that phrase, oh, you have little faith, we automatically think that he didn't have enough faith to keep him walking on the water. But that's actually not true. If you look it up in the Greek, that word little is not talking about an amount. It's not talking about the amount of faith that he had. It's actually talking about the time period of faith that he had. So we could actually read it like this. Oh, you who only had faith for a short time, why did you doubt? So he's basically saying to Peter, when you were looking at me, your faith was strong. But as soon as you turned your eyes and you looked at the wind and you looked at the storm, doubt entered and your faith left. And the same thing is true for us. The moment we begin to doubt is the moment we begin to fear and the moment that faith begins to leave. So what is doubt? As we see in Peter's example, doubt is a moment of fear. You know what? Sometimes we have those doubts because we need to search deeper for ourselves what the truth really is. There is a huge difference between doubting in your head and needing knowledge and doubting in your heart. When you doubt in your head, take the faith that's in your heart from reading the word every day, from listening to these messages, take the words that you're speaking with your mouth, use both of them together, your faith and your words to overcome the doubt that is in your head. As soon as you have those questions of doubt, take care of them immediately. There's a famous saying among Christians that says, a little bit of fear is good. But did you know that that's not the case at all with God? God is so against fear, which is why he says 365 times in the Bible, not to fear. The reason God doesn't want us to fear is because fear brings bondage. It brings torment. It brings oppression. And God doesn't want us in bondage. He doesn't want us tormented. He doesn't want us oppressed. So let's talk about some ways that we can win over fear every single time it tries to come at us. The first thing that we need to do is realize that God has already defeated the enemy. He's already delivered us from anything that the enemy could ever try to throw at us. And really, that's all that fear is. Fear is just a tool that the enemy uses to pull us off of the word of God. Isaiah 54, 17 says that no weapon that's been formed against us shall prosper. It cannot prosper because God has already defeated the enemy. Psalm 91 says that you don't have to even be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. We don't have to be afraid of even the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. You don't have to be afraid. Colossians 2.15 tells us that Jesus has disarmed the devil and all of his cohorts and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So what this basically means is, back in the days of the Roman soldiers, when a king was defeated, they would cut off their thumbs, they would cut off their toes, and they would take their clothes. And then they would parade them around town. The reason why they would take their clothes was to show the people that defeated king could no longer form any weapon against you. 
they would cut off their thumbs to show the people that he could never again hold a weapon against them. And then they would cut off his big toes to show them that he could never stand against them again. That is exactly what Jesus has done to the devil. The devil can no longer hold a weapon against you. He can no longer harm you. He can no longer stand against you because Jesus has defeated him. The only way that the enemy can hurt us is if we allow fear to stop us from receiving God's victory in our lives. Ladies, the devil is useless. He is helpless and he is unemployed thanks to Jesus. Praise God. (laughs) So know that. Realize that you have victory in Christ and that the enemy cannot hurt you. And if it seems like there's a weapon being formed against you, whether it's sickness or maybe somebody's bullying you or whatever it may be, you have authority over those situations. Not to be mean, but to tell the enemy to leave. He has no place. The next thing that we can do once we realize that we have victory in Christ is to speak against that fear in Jesus' name. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 says that God has given Jesus the name which is above every other name. However, if you are going to use the name of Jesus, like you are telling a sickness to leave or something like that, and you're like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave my body. You need to know what the Bible says behind that. And the reason why that's so important is because Psalm 138.2 tells us that God has magnified his word above the name of Jesus. Jesus' name is powerful. Absolutely. But only if you know what the word says behind what you're speaking against that fear on. So for example, if you're experiencing some symptoms in your body, and it's quite scary, get in the word and learn what the word says on healing. 1 Peter 2.24 says, it was by Jesus' stripes that you were healed. Jesus died 2,000 years ago on that cross, took stripes on his back for your physical healing. So you can look at that sickness and you can say, you know what? I don't receive this sickness because Jesus died for me on the cross 2,000 years ago. I am healed. And you can speak against that fear and you can receive God's blessings because you know what the word of God says about that specific thing. And then when you've spoken against that fear, now it's time to act. Fear will always be in your face until you learn to face that fear. Psalm 118.6 tells us that God is on our side. We shall not fear. Ladies, we have God on our side. We don't need to be afraid. God loves you so much. John 17.23 says that God loves you as much as he does his own son, Jesus Christ. 1 John 4.18 tells us that there is no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So in order for his perfect love to cast out all the fear in our lives, we must not only just know that God loves us, but we truly have to believe it in our heart. When we know and believe how much God loves us, that love will begin to flush out all of the fear that's coming against us. That word torment, when it says fear involves torment, It means that fear involves an emotional jail. How many of you ladies have ever felt like you were in an emotional jail and you didn't know how to get out? You feel like you're stuck, like you're overwhelmed, like you're drowning and you can never get above the water. Like there's no way out of the place that you're currently in. God is saying to you right now, specifically, come to me. 
soak in my love for you and watch that emotional jail fall away from your life. Ladies, God doesn't just love you. He loves you so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you so that he could have a relationship with you. Bringing you into his family meant more to him than anything else. Then the next thing that you need to do is choose peace. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. That word cast means to quickly toss it away. Quickly toss away all your worry. Quickly toss away all your stress. Quickly toss away all your anxiety on the Lord. God never created you to worry. He created you to walk in peace. So for example, maybe you're dealing with a lot of anxiety. Turn to God and say, God, I'm giving this anxiety. I'm giving this worry. I'm giving this fear over to you right now in Jesus name. And I am going to choose to trust you that you're taking care of me You're taking care of my family. You're taking care of my friends in this situation. And then whenever those thoughts come back up, because they will, the enemy will use them as a tool. He does over and over again. So when those thoughts come back up quickly, immediately, don't entertain those thoughts. Say, thank you, Lord, that you're taking care of me. Change those thoughts instead of focusing on it and worrying about it and stressing about it. Give them quickly to God. God, I know I can trust you because you're taking care of it. Peace is a choice, ladies just like fear is. Refuse to fear and choose to trust God. 2 Timothy 1.7 God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. I want to leave you with this quote by Bob Goff. Courage isn't the absence of fear. It's just deciding that fear isn't calling the shots anymore. Ladies, you are strong. You are courageous. You are brave. You have God on your side. You don't need to fear. So realize that you've been delivered from the enemy. Face those fears and speak against them in the name of Jesus, knowing what the word of God says behind what you're believing. Then soak in how much God loves you and choose to stand in peace. All right, ladies. So as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me and I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take time to really think about the words that you're speaking. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. Would you do me a favor this week? Would you share out this podcast with one teen girl that you know? Think about who can I share this with that will help make a difference in their life. And then I encourage you, Send out a text and say, hey, I'd love for you to check out this podcast. I've been listening to it and it's really made a difference in my life or however else you want to share it. I want to challenge you to share it with one person this week and watch how God does an incredible thing in their life. Ladies, I am so blessed and honored to get to walk this journey with you. Have an incredible week and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. 
Now I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.